What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much again for tuning in here for part two of our conversation with head football equipment manager, Terry Country Calloway. So uh, if you haven't seen part one yet, make sure to go and click right up here and go check out part one. Uh, definitely a fun interview and a mm-hmm. fun fun discussion. Also, too, even a really cool story that maybe a lot of state fans haven't heard as well. So make sure to go check that out. Uh, so once again, please make sure, again, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It really helps support us in the channel. Please like this video and check out all of our other NC State content. Uh, follow us at Tuffy Talk now on Twitter or Instagram. With that being said, country jumping right back in. So NC State since the mid 2000s has had a pretty long relationship with Adidas. Um, but you you worked at Wisconsin for a while. Who, if I'm not mistaken, was Under Armour for for a lot of it, or is now. I don't know necessarily then. But um, so, what would your reaction be if one day here in the next couple of years, all of a sudden, I know that we have a contract with the Adidas. So let's assume after the Adidas contract ends, if you were told, "Hey, we're going to Under Armour now," what what would your be initial? Uh, I would pull out what little bit of hair I have left, which is not much at all. Uh, <laughs> not, not because it, you know, not because it's under armor. It's just, uh, you know, a, a few years ago before yeah. we signed with Adidas, there was another brand that came in and, and made an effort to us. And I was over at Coach Norman's house, and he was asking me my opinion on it. And I said, "Well, Coach, let me let me sum it up like this: You take everything that you have in your closet that's Adidas, and you have to remove it, mm-hmm. and you can't use it anymore." And his wife, Miss Dorn, Sarah, says, you wouldn't have anything left. I said, now imagine if I had to do that for an entire football team. He goes, oh, my goodness. He goes, I didn't think of it like that. So um, it would be, uh, it, it would be quite honestly, it would be a nightmare. But we would roll up our sleeves and do what we do, and we would deal with it. And, you know, uh, we would make the best of it. But I have actually been with Adidas since 2001 because uh, we switched to Adidas wow. when I was 20 years at Wisconsin. And then, you know, red, black, and white. Gotcha. Then I go to NIU. They were Adidas, red, black, and white. I come to NC State. We're red and white <laughs> with a little bit of black. So I don't want nobody to get upset. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I would have to learn a whole new terminology, ordering system, the whole works. But, you know, we would do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Adidas has been great to us. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be with Adidas. Like I said, I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have Adidas, and I really wouldn't have any clothes. Let me tell you, I like. Yeah, no kidding. And, and you know, and because you actually kind of mentioned it too, but back in 2014, uh, you were a big part and actually did a, a video talking about the story behind the original all black helmet. And mm-hmm. uh, so wanted to kind of first start off. I mean, cause obviously that was a definitely a huge, made a huge splash in Wolfpack nation just because, you know, again, it's first state. There has never been black. It's always been some kind of combination of red and white for as long as we can remember. And uh, so was there any kind of pushback or, I mean, like, you know, how did that conversation originally go? Just cause I mean, it even still to some state fans, they may not, agree with seeing black but i know that for us you know who kind of see it as well it's the growing trade of of recruiting you know recruits love to see the the different colors and love to see all blacks all whites you know chrome and all that jazz so you got to adjust to that so i wanted to kind of ask like you know what was the kind of pushback and then do you see even more changing with uh 
uniforms as the years uh, go on. Know, yeah, it's a it's a good balancing act. I, I'm glad I don't have the final decision in the uniforms. I just uh, you know help kind of wake up. Uh, you know, obviously we want to be very conscious yeah. of, of you know our fans and our alumni, uh, but you also you know you got to think not only does the recruits that we try to get you know we want to get the best of the best right and they get fired up when they see you know black in the uniform but also our current players they get jacked when they see black mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it's because right you know you see mm-hmm. red and white which are great colors and love red and white you know but when you see red and white all the mm-hmm. time and then you see something different you get excited you know what I mean? That's just like mm-hmm. if, if you're driving a red car all the time, right? Red car, red car, red car. Then all of a sudden you see this new supermodel and it looks black. It's going to catch your eye, right? Uh, that's the same thing. That's what we're trying to go after. Yep. You know, we got you got to remember we're trying to recruit 16, 17, 18 year old yeah. kids. You know what I mean? What's going to catch their eye? What's mm-hmm. going to bring them? What's going to make them interested in NC State? You know, sometimes the battle is just right, getting mm-hmm. them. To campus. Once you get them to ca- campus, you know we got the Murphy Center. You know we got so much the campus. You know the, the what the Hunt Library. We got so much to sell them on. But sometimes it's just the just getting them to campus. You know you have to catch their eye to make them interested to even come on campus so you can show them what a great campus we have, the Brickyard, all that stuff, right? So yeah. it's a you know, and then like I said, the current players. Man, when they see when they see black and we're wearing black, they it, they they just get jacked up even more. You know what I mean? Like, so it's a fight. You know, for one mm-hmm. game, a oh year, yeah, you know, it all be about our, our current players. You know, get you know what they want to wear. I believe. I mean, I may be overstepping my bounds, and I may mm-hmm. you may get some feedback, and I apologize. But you know, they work hard. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what gets them excited. Right. And I mean, that's, I was thinking that too, because you got the whole recruiting side. I mean, it's almost like it's become, it has become like an arms race in football, in some regard, uh, to get how much more new stuff can you get and, and improve the locker rooms and the uniforms. But I mean, like I know you mentioned the black, now you even got a gray uniform. I mean, you've had the military uniforms. Those are, I mean, those are things that I just think that, so I'm, you know, just for context here, I'm a big guy who's in the recruiting side of things for state out. I, and I, I love following that kind of stuff. And you can really tell it makes a difference. I mean, I, I love the red and white stuff too. I mean, the Diamond S logo that we had against Notre Dame is like one of my all-time favorites. And if I had to throw a, a little token in there, I would say y'all should do it more often. But it's it's the black uniforms. Whenever we've, we've interviewed some players um, so far, for, you know, for those who are watching this episode, you know, you can certainly go back and check out. We've had Garrett on here, Garrett Bradbury. We've had Tony Adams. We've had a bunch of guys on here. But they, all of them, Nate Irving, we even we had on here. They, they all say, man, those black uniforms are really awesome. And so <laughs> you can tell. I mean, like, you know, recruits that came in, you know, like this summer, the month of June when it was open. You know, we give them a choice of what they want to wear when they have their, their photo shoots, right? And 99% of them picked mm-hmm. last year's blood moon. Black helmet, red jersey, black pants. Mm-hmm. The good problem for us is, is mm-hmm. how awesome is it to have those three colors and you can mix them up however you they look great, right? I mean. Yeah, somebody had a chart at one point that had like, you know, 10 or 12 of the different combinations you could do 
of just of what the work y'all have put in, like you provided like the three or four um, uniforms, but like, the variations you can make, it's all different. One thing that uh, I did want to ask, though, from from looking back, and definitely if uh, state fans haven't seen it, make sure to go back. and Because uh, in 2014, they had a series called You Don't Know Jack that uh, Jack Tocho, former cornerback, was a, uh, was a host for. And, and Country actually made an appearance on there, which was awesome. And uh, so one of the things that uh, that you made perfectly clear on it was that uh, uh, if you have any questions on, you know, what uniforms we're wearing to head right down the hall, and there's a man named Coach Dave Dorn, and he's the one that – makes a decision so so is that still pretty much the policy these days is he still the pretty much the guy that makes decisions yeah, tells you what we're gonna the, wear uh, each week? you know the leadership council and the seniors you know um, we try to let the seniors get together which can be uh, challenging sometimes we like to try to let the seniors pick what they were aware on their final game uh but there again you know you get 10 people in a room you're yep. gonna get 10 different opinions you know what i mean so we can usually narrow it down to one right. or two and say, okay, you guys right. got to check one of these two. You know what I mean? So I think last year, the senior, they wanted right. to wear, I think we wore the white helmet, white pants, and a black jersey, I believe. That's what the seniors wanted to wear last year for the last, which was mm-hmm. a really good look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It looked sharp. <laughs> it looked real sharp. Yes. Yes. No, it was it definitely. Would love to see that again for sure. But you know, one thing though too, which I've definitely learned from from working with you and, and by also too working with Coach Dorn as well, is that there's no doubt that I would say maybe Coach Dorn, but by 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 the means you is definitely a superstitious kind of people. And so you know, you look back and you think back in 2014 where we 2014 15 where we wore all red multiple times, uh, but you know most of those games didn't work out. Like the the highlight main highlighted one was in 20. 14 where we played Florida state and lost, uh, but it was a great game. And then also too, you look back at 2013 Florida state where we got crushed, where we wore the all white. And uh, so now obviously we have worn an all white uniform since, which is good to see, but we haven't worn all red since. So, I mean, wanted to kind of ask like how much for, for you, but also even for coach Dorn as well, how much superstition plays into stuff like that. Cause again, we haven't seen all red yet. And I'm, I know a lot of state fans that would love to see uh, well, all we, red eventually. We haven't had a good track record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows. He's like, well, well I ain't we talking had a good much. Record That's hilarious. But if you remember though, the, the Florida state, not only did we go all white, remember we did the white face mask on the white helmet and we had a clear decal. So everything was white. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, we ran into a buzzsaw. That team mm-hmm. ended up winning the national championship, uh, you know, and they uh, – so we haven't worn that combo anymore. Uh, but, uh, you know, when, when we're winning, yeah. like when we went on the road, I just go to coach and I'm like, I know what we're wearing. I'm not even asking you, you know, because I know we're going to wear it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if, if we start winning in red helmets, we're going to roll with the red helmets. You know what I mean? Like that's not even a question out of uh, – yeah, I mean, obviously right. – uh, and I'm bad too, you know. There's superstition in, in all sports, right? You know, what I mean, so uh, I'll, I'll if we're winning. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, my my year at NIU, the first game of the year, you know, uh, it was a little cool, believe it or not, even though it was a September game. So I wore a hooded sweatshirt, and we won. And the next week, we went to Army, and it was on the turf. Yeah. And it You're was staying like with that sweatshirt. <laughs> And I was wearing my hooded sweatshirt. You know what I mean? Like I'm superstitious. This is probably worse than most people. Yeah. Honestly, like uh, 
like I'll mark my socks. Like I, mm-hmm. if we win a game, I'm wearing that same pair of socks. And next week, I'm going to go no further what I wear besides the socks. But there's other things too, you know. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Dress-Up protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Dress-Up. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsdressup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So I got a question, well, kind of off the cuff question. Can you, you got any like crazy superstition stories, uniform wise, or like stuff like that that you've heard on the team so far, like in the last few years, that'd be fine to share. Cause you sat, cause I mean, like it sounds like superstition is a big thing when it comes to uniforms. Is uh, the t-shirts. Like a lot of our guys, oh, you know, They'll wear their high school T-shirt like, underneath their pads on game day. And, uh, you know, if for some reason That's they cool. don't have it, sometimes they'll, you know, they'll, they'll freak out a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you know, we It'll get in their head, yeah. accommodate that. And if mm-hmm. I know a kid does that, you know, before we load a truck for a away game, I'm like, okay, go check and make sure. Because we have a game loop. It's just for games that we give the guys, right? We put new socks and all that stuff on there. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure that T-shirt's on there before, you know, we pack that thing up. Because, you know, if we leave it behind, I ain't driving from Tallahassee mm-hmm. up to Raleigh to get that T-shirt and make it back before the game. We ain't going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? So, but that that's the biggie, I All would right. say. Nothing yep. really funny. Just, yep. you know, yep. guys that just have, especially underneath T-shirts, under the shoulder pads. Now, one superstition, if I remember correctly, that I remember you telling me when you were when I used to work with you. So, there was one point when you were assistant at Wisconsin where you would actually not go. You would you would stay in the equipment room for the game well, during we, the we, games. We Am I correct to, on that? My first game there, uh, the the head guy was named Mark Peeler, and um, he was the assistant, and he got promoted to head guy. So we go and play. It used to be the kickoff classic where we go to Meadowlands up in New York to play. And he's like, I'm going to set up the locker room. That's what I've always done. So you can go out for pregame. So I go out for pregame, you know, I'm helping out pregame, whatever needs to be done. Come back in. He goes, I'm going to clean up, get things set for halftime. You go on out with the team. So I run out there with the team. Yeah, Syracuse. Uh, we kick off to Syracuse. They run it back for a touchdown. Then, uh, so my boss, Mark, comes out and goes, what happened? I was like, they ran the open kickoff touchdown he goes well you're done going out early i'm like okay so a few games later <laughs> we're playing it at indiana i stay in like i'm supposed to do setting up they uh we kick off to indiana they run the opening kickoff back for a touchdown i walk out and say what happened well they run the kickoff back for a touchdown all right so now you're gonna stay in who's gonna come out with the team <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> about 14 years up there besides that first game of the medal I, I never got to see a pregame warm-up or I never got to see an open kickoff after that first game that's, that's right. right you do what it you, you got do what it takes man do what it takes so I want to kind of talk a little bit because I know there's a lot of buzz especially because it's unusual that we're wearing for the first game an alternate uniform because typically I feel like most years even as many years I can remember we've typically always for the first game more our classic white, red, white, always. And so for, to wear an alternate on the first game is definitely 
interesting. So wanted to kind of ask, you know, because with the black helmet in 2014, you kind of talked a little bit in terms of kind of what the process was in terms of coming up with the design. So in terms of actually using the, the slobbering wolf logo and then basically having like the brick uh, layout of the actual helmet itself, what was the kind of idea? Like where did that idea originally come from? Uh, and, I mean, kind of what's the story uh, behind that helmet? Well, wow, that's a tough one to, uh, to answer and not give away what the uniform is going to be. Uh, uh, so that, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, then, then keep it on, just, keep it on a wrap. Let's then. just say we were yeah. trying to embody, when I say they, it's Adidas and administration, uh, you know, it's trying to embody sure. something within the campus. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you see the uniform, you're going to understand sure. more. It's something very significant of the campus that we're trying to embrace the campus, not just the athletics, but, you know, the whole student body. Some of the student sure. body sees every day. I yeah. love it. Uh, you know, that's that's a good teaser. That's a know. good teaser. I know. I'm excited. Yeah, you, you're really going to be excited. I'm excited. So, uh, I'm ready for it. So this, I don't know, country. That's cool. I was, I don't know if I could get more excited than I was when I first saw the diamond that we were wearing the diamond uniform. Well, that you know, was, that uh, was the, that was big. You know, that was, that was the big, 50th anniversary again, I mean, obviously- of the Carver Finley. And, uh, you know, um, well, as soon as I got here, I right. had people reach out to me, diamond logo, diamond logo, diamond logo. And then when we were doing the throwback, mm-hmm. you know, I'm telling you, man, it looks good. Um, you know, they were like, okay, what are we going to wear? And I said, well, you know, I, uh, you know, I hear a lot about the diamond logo and they wanted to do, you know, sixties, this and that, uh, you know, and uh, I, I kept going with the diamond logo yeah. and they were like, okay, well, you gotta, you gotta do some research and you gotta find out, um, you know, why should we, why should we pick that one? I went back and looked and, um, and coach mm-hmm. Sheridan was like, if you look at the percentages, he's like one of the all time winningest coaches at NC state, like, Percentage winning percentage wise, and mm-hmm. uh, I, right. I say they it was the, right. the prior administration, um, and uh, they were like, "Okay, that sounds good to me," mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of what we went with. So uh, and it was and it was awesome and it was good and uh, beautiful. Everybody liked it and it was a hurricane. Yeah, and, you know, it was, man, it was a it was hit. crazy game, uh, but we won. So that was the main thing. Yeah. And that kind of sets up nicely into my, into one of my last questions, which is, you know, obviously for me, we, in our first ever episode, we did what was our favorite NC state game that we've been to. And that was mine heads and tails just because, I mean, at the time during the game, it was absolutely miserable. Cause I mean, coaches were yelling at us to do impossible things like keep that ball dry. Like, you know, come on, what are you doing? Keep the ball dry. It's like, seriously like you know have you, the seen, minute, have you the, seen the weather yeah, have you seen it like it's not gonna stay dry so you know it, but so for me it was it was miserable during it but it, it's 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 amazing thing afterwards is it's so unique like when's when when will we when will we probably ever be a part of a game like that ever again and i remember so. and i remember with uh gary hahn i was listening to the post game radio show and they were talking about recapping the game and usually they said on the weather on like the official box score, whatever they'll put like a weather information. It'll be like cloudy or rainy or something. They said they wrote Hurricane Matthew, so it was like you, know, uh, you don't need to say anything else. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I wanted to kind of ask one of the things you know that, that's overlooked uh, by student managers. Late, you 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 understand this is I had two kids for that game, the Hurricane game. They were sitting in a tent on the sidelines, doing nothing but driving footballs, and they didn't see a single play of the game. 
You know, that's the unsung heroes right there. They didn't mm-hmm. see a single play of the game, uh, but they did a job, you know, and didn't really think about it at all. You know, it's just the mentality. We got to do what we got to do, you know. So I, I commend those two guys because, mm-hmm. like I said, they were, they were sitting yep. in the tent the entire game. Again, they, they, they always say with equipment staff, and it's 100% true, that that you're having a great day when you are not getting talked about. But the minute your name comes up, that's when that's 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 not a good thing to hear your name. So and, and that could not be more true. So kind of now heading to rapid fire time, I wanted to kind of ask. So, I mean, obviously, this past year, we saw a lot of different uniform combinations. And I know back uh, in, again, 2014, that you don't know, Jack, they had, you know, uh, Jack Toucher actually was your favorite uniform combination. And of course, you said the all black, but you were a little biased because you had a lot to do with that uh, uniform combo. So, so now with seeing all these different uniform combinations, I mean, do you well, still have a favorite uniform combination? <laughs> I'll take a Tom Brady. Hey, <laughs> great answer. That's a, pol- that's a politically correct answer. Yeah, that's a politically correct answer. Yeah, great answer. I love that. Great. The answer. next one. Yeah. And then, uh, what would you say is, you know, in, 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 during your time here at NC State, what would you say is, is your favorite ACC stadium to travel to? I mean, in terms of dealing with, I mean, just like, you know, do you have a favorite uh, that you favorite like, do you like traveling I to? to travel to? Uh, well, I haven't been to all of them yet. Uh, I haven't been down to Miami yet. Uh, or at least what's the first one that comes to your mind? If it, instead of having to narrow it down to like the one, but like, do you have one that like first comes to like, man, I, I this one's like really Boston nice. College, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I just kind of, that, that stadium there, and it's kind of neat because on the back okay. side, mm-hmm. you know, it looks at the, you know, the press box looks out into the hockey rink and all that stuff. It's just pretty cool, you know, and you got fans in the end zones and, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's not a huge stadium. But yeah, different you know, answer like it's, that. It's big enough and you got passionate fans there. And uh, I, it's pretty, I kind of enjoy going there and the cool, it's got a cool mm-hmm. area. You know, it's a lot of older historical, you know, buildings when you're driving in and stuff and, and all that stuff and houses. It's just kind of cool. Well, yeah, fair enough answer for sure. I definitely agree with that. It's definitely a unique stadium to say the least. So, so thank you all so much again for tuning in and, uh, and, and definitely make sure again, if you have already, please make sure to, to check us out and also to make sure to, to check country out. You know, you're going to see them walking up and down the sidelines, you know, keep, keeping guys on the field working right. And so, uh, so definitely make sure to give him a shout out, give him a yell out, something like that, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure he'll give you a wave as well. And, you know who knows so thank you. so country thank back. you so much for joining us today my friend 